Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. All right, how about everybody here? Does anybody have any injuries or any things that you need to share? Everything feels okay today? Well, I'm glad I could get in touch with you and we could be outside. It's nice when we can be out here and not have to wear masks. And I uh, said already, the good news is they already came and mowed the grass over there at those apartments today, so we don't have to listen to the lawnmower for the first part of class like we've had to do the last three weeks in a row. Um, we are gonna get started on our backs today, just like always. So you can come down to reclining on your back. It's my favorite way to start. Most people come into class and just lay down anyway, so <laughs> it's sort of my clue that everybody just wants to lay down at the start of practice. And then take a minute to make yourself comfortable so you can make any adjustments that you need to make. And then once you're comfortable, start to bring your attention to your breath. And try not to change your breath in any way. Try not to manipulate the breath. Just let it be free and natural. I think most of you probably figured it out already that Abby and Kelly are not practicing tonight. They're just observing for teacher training. So that's why they're back there. I see most of you guys pretty regularly, and we've been over the last um, week and a half now talking about the breath and prana. So we started off by discussing prana or that vital life force that moves throughout the body and animates us and gives us vitality. And then we talked about some of the physical or physiological uh, benefits of paying attention to the breath, slower heart rate, a more well-toned nervous system, less skin conductivity. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the mental and even spiritual benefits of breathing. So I'll share again from Rolf Gates's book, Meditations from the Mat, quoting Patabi Joyce, who said, through the practice of pranayama, the mind becomes arrested in a single direction. And Rolf Gates's commentary was, why would we want to cultivate a mind that's capable of one-pointed attention? 
And how does that benefit us spiritually? He says, it's been my experience that where my attention is, there I am. If I'm listening to you with my undivided attention, I'm with you. But if my mind wanders, I'm no longer there. My ability to show up for anything is predicated upon my ability to get my mind to cooperate. If we want to love anything, communicate anything, accomplish anything, we must have a mind that will go along with the plan. It's this very ability that pranayama practice is cultivating. So by now you've had time for the rhythm and the speed of your breath to settle and to develop some consistency. Start to notice that rhythm or that speed. And try to keep that same rate, but deep in the breath. So you can feel the breath being pulled all the way down into your belly rising up to the very top of your lungs, and then releasing the breath from the very top of the chest all the way down to the belly. So you can feel the breath filling the container of the torso from the bottom to the top and emptying from the top to the bottom. And if you practice with ujjayi breath, you can begin that method of breathing right now. Although if you are outside, you may not need that breath. The air is already moist and warm. And so you might just breathe in your normal fashion, only with more attention or more awareness on each breath in and each breath out. And just use the breath as a way to anchor yourself in each present moment and in each posture as it comes. And then when you're ready, you can slowly start to move your fingers and your toes. You might even make some circles with your wrists and with your ankles. And then you can bend the knees and bring the feet to the floor and just let the shins rock from side to side. Or you can pull the knees all the way in towards the chest and add a little bit of weighted pressure to your low back rocking side to side with the knees in. And just take another breath or two like that. 
And then when you inhale, stretch out long so your arms go up overhead. The palms are gonna face each other and then stretch the legs to the end of the mat. So your palms don't have to touch. You can keep your hands about shoulder distance apart if that feels better in your shoulders, but let the palms face each other. And then flex your feet like you're standing. So you're reaching through your heels and drawing the toes back towards the face. And then notice the space between your low back and your mat. And see if you can soften the back lower ribs down to the mat. So you'll start to feel your core activate to pull those lower ribs down to the mat, but try to maintain the space in the low back. Take another breath in and reach through the fingertips, but as you reach, try not to lift the lower ribs away from your mat. And then as you exhale, pull your right knee to your chest and let the arms float down just to hold onto the front of the right shin. And you can take a few breaths here, just pulling that right knee straight in towards your chest. It might feel better for you to let the knee go out to the side a little, so you're aiming that knee more towards the armpit. You might even like to just let the left hand fall down and make some circles with the right hip. So whatever feels good in your body right now. If you're making circles, make sure you go both directions. And then as you pull the right knee back in towards the chest, slide your hands behind your thigh. And then extend your right heel up towards the sky. And make that right leg active, so a little bit straighter than you think it can go, and reach through your heel. And then reach your left heel forward. So both legs are active. And then um, as you inhale, keep the right leg lifted and reach the arms up overhead again. Let the palms face one another. And then see if you can soften the back ribs back down towards your mat. So there's space between the low back and the floor, but the lower back little baby ribs are touching down and both legs stay active. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, bend the right knee to the chest. You can take the arms down and pull the left knee up to meet it. Rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And then as you inhale, the right leg's gonna stretch forward and pull the left knee up to the chest. And then again on this side, you can just pull that left knee straight in or guide it a little more towards your armpit or even let the right hand fall away and make some circles. And then when you're ready, slide your hands behind your left thigh and extend that heel up towards the sky. And then make both legs really active. So like you're trying to reach your legs longer and straighter than you think you can. And then keep the left leg lifted and reach the arms up overhead. Let the palms face each other. See if you can maintain activity in the legs, reach through the fingertips, but keep the lower ribs drawing down towards the mat. So it's gonna take a little bit of core activation to pull those lower ribs down. And 
Take another breath in. And then as you exhale, bring the left knee to the chest, pull the right knee up to meet it, hug both knees in, rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And then to come over to your hands and knees, you can rock up and down the length of your spine or roll to one side or the other and press up. And as you come up to your hands and knees, stack your knees above, nope, your hips above your knees and your shoulders above your wrists. And as soon as you're set up, you can begin cat and cow, just following the speed and the rhythm of your breath, inhaling to extend the spine by lifting the tailbone and lifting the gaze. And then exhaling to flex the spine by tucking the tailbone, rounding the spine and taking the chin to the chest. And just in your own time and at your own pace, cycling back and forth between flexing and extending. And take just another breath or two through the cat and the cow. And then on your next inhalation, come back to a neutral spine. And as you exhale, lower your elbows down to replace your hands. So the elbows come underneath of the shoulders. Go ahead and clasp your hands into a fist. And then tuck your right toes under and slide your right foot all the way to the back of your mat. And then press down into the right toes, tuck the left toes under and slide the left foot all the way back to meet it so you're in a forearm plank. Try to make yourself one straight line from the crown of your head through your shoulders, your tailbone and your heel. And then just notice how your core has to activate to align your pelvis, your spine and your rib cage. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, let the knees come down, then the fronts of the thighs come down, then the front of the pelvis and the belly come down and you're in the Sphinx pose. As you inhale, draw the shoulder blades back and lift the chest. Take one more breath in. And then as you breathe out, lower down, slide the hands back beneath the shoulders. <laughs> Inhale to press up to your hands and knees. And then as you exhale, tuck your right toes under and slide the right leg all the way to the back of the mat. On your breath in, lift through your right inner thigh so the toes float up above the floor. And square the hips so the right hip stays level with the left hip. And then shift a little more weight into your right hand. And as you inhale, lift the left arm beside the ear. And then just like when you're in the forearm plank, see if you can reconnect to your core so that the pelvis, the spine, and the rib cage are all aligned with one another. So if it feels like your back is um, like a sway back or your belly is drooping towards the floor, see if you can pull your navel in and up, but also your lower ribs in and down. 
then take one more breath in. And as you exhale, you can lower the hand and the knee. The left toes are tucked under, take a breath in. And then as you exhale, slide that foot to the back of your mat and breathe in to lift through the inner thigh to let the toes come above the mat. And then square the hips and internally rotate the hip just a little. Shift more weight into your left hand and then reach the right arm straight ahead. And then the belly button draws in and up. The rib cage lowers down towards the front of the pelvis and then reach the center of your breastbone forward. It's like you're trying to stretch the front side of your spine. If you can think about differentiating the front side of your spine from the back side of your spine, think about lengthening the front side of your spine. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, lower the hand and the knee. On your breath in, walk the hands forward about one handprint or so, tuck the toes, and then as you exhale, lift your hips back and up and come into downward facing dog. And just take a moment here to settle in however you need to so you can alternate pedaling the heels or just keep the legs straight and press one heel at a time down to the mat. If you like to shift into plank pose and adjust the distance between your hands and your feet, you can make that adjustment. And then when you're ready to settle in, do so with both knees bent and tip your tailbone and your sitting bones straight up towards the sky. And then start to re-straighten the legs, pressing the heels down without letting the tailbone start to curl under. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, look to your hands and walk your feet all the way up to meet your hands. And then as you breathe out, fold forward. So you might like to be here with the spine a little bit more rounded, the knees slightly bent and the tailbone reaching up towards the sky again. We might straighten the legs a little bit more, but either way, try to feel some stretch in the backs of your legs, not as much um, through the backside of the spine, but more so in the backs of the legs. And then as you inhale, slide your hands onto your shins or your thighs and lift your torso halfway up. And then as you exhale, slide your hands onto your waist. Draw your shoulder blades and your elbows towards each other. And then breathe in and come all the way up to stand. And as you exhale, release your arms to your sides. And then for tonight, just keep your feet about hip distance apart. So you want your heels to be underneath of your sitting bones. And you can look down and make sure that they're parallel to each other if you're not sure. So you wanna have all 10 toes pointing straight ahead. And just release your arms down to your sides. And then feel all four corners of your feet pressing into your mat. So there's one point underneath of your big toe, the ball of your big toe, one point at the base or the ball of your small toe, and then the back heel pressing down into the mat. So almost like you're wearing roller skates and you can feel all four wheels pressing down. Keep that and then hug the shins and the ankles towards each other, but try not to let the feet move. So the ankles and the shins are squeezing in towards each other. 
And then counter that by pressing the thighs away from each other, but try to keep the ankles and the shins drawing together. So just take a couple of breaths and try to figure that out. The ankle and the shins hugging together, the thighs drawing away from each other. And the thighs drawing away from each other will give you a slight internally rotated feeling. So it'll feel like your inner thighs are spinning towards each other as they pull apart. That's gonna give your pelvis a little bit of an adjustment. So it may have felt like your tailbone kind of popped back behind you a little bit. Try to keep that. And then bring your awareness to your rib cage. And try to bring the lower ribs down towards the top of the pelvis. So you're gonna find that core activation right through the center again. And then find your breastbone or your sternum and try to lift straight up through your breastbone or through your sternum. So again, like you're trying to stretch the front side of your spine. So we're gonna take just a couple of breaths here and kind of feel into this Tadasana or mountain pose and just feel into this posture. And if, see if you notice anything about your breathing. So everybody knows you have a diaphragm. That's what makes you breathe, right? It's that sheet of muscle underneath your rib cage that moves up and down, that makes your lungs fill up with air and then presses the air out. In your pelvic floor, you also have a sheet of muscle that goes across, kind of like a diaphragm. You could call it your pelvic diaphragm. And it also moves up and down when you breathe. Your respiratory diaphragm and your pelvic diaphragm are like best friends. They like to go everywhere together. So they like to move up and down together at the same time. But for that to happen, they have to be aligned with each other. Most of the time, they're not aligned with each other because if you're a male, you press your pelvis forward like this, and if you're a female, you send your booty back like this and you send your rib cage forward. So most of the time they're not square or not uh, aligned with each other. So what we're doing right now is just trying to get them into their natural alignment. And you're gonna try to remember this later on in our practice and see if you can find that natural alignment maybe when you're upside down. When you're ready, reach your arms out and up overhead and take a breath in. And then as you exhale, fold forward and frame the feet. Inhale and lift the torso halfway up. And then as you exhale, take your right foot to the back of your mat. We're gonna keep the right knee lifted for this round. Take a breath in, stretch the left knee forward and reach back through the right heel and try to make the right leg straighter than what it already is. Even if it can't go straighter, just the action of making it straighter. So you'll really feel that leg firm up. Take another breath in. And then as you exhale, step the left foot back into downward facing dog. As you breathe in, raise up the heels and come forward to plank pose. And then in your plank pose, lower both knees down as you exhale. Then on your breath in, lower your elbows down to come beneath your shoulders. Left toes are tucked under this time. Slide the left foot to the back of the mat. Press into the left toes and then slide the right foot to the back of the mat. Come into your forearm plank pose. Again, feel the center of the core active to align your pelvis, your um, spine, and your rib cage. And see if you can find that same alignment between your rib cage and your pelvis here. So can the pelvic floor and your respiratory diaphragm move together and sync with one another? Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, knees, thighs, pelvis, belly, all come down to the ground for the Sphinx pose. Press the elbows down and pull back. 
lifting the heart, breathe in. Stay here for a breath out. And then one more breath in. And as you exhale, lower down, bring the hands beneath the shoulders. Press up to your hands and knees on your breath in and then tuck your toes and lift your hips back and up on your breath out. Then inhale. And exhale. And breathe in. And breathe out for two. And inhale. Exhale for three. And then as you inhale, lift the right leg back and up. Look to the hands and as you exhale, step the right foot forward in between the hands. Left knee is gonna stay lifted. As you inhale, stretch the right knee forward, reach back through the left heel. And even if it can't go straighter, imagine that you're trying to make that left leg straighter. So you wanna feel all the muscles in that left leg active. Take another breath in. And then as you exhale, bring the left foot up to meet the right, standing in a forward fold at the front of your mat. And as you inhale, lift and lengthen the spine. And then exhale to fold forward. Breathing in, come all the way to stand, reach the arms out and up overhead. And then as you exhale and return the hands in front of the heart, set up your mountain pose again. Just take a round of breath to do that, squeezing the ankles and the shins towards each other and the thighs away from each other. Lower ribs down and the center of the chest up. And then breathe in, reach both arms out and up overhead. And as you exhale, fold forward. Breathe in and extend your spine long. And then as you exhale, take the left foot to the back of the mat. Take one breath in. And then when you breathe out, lower your left knee down to your mat or to a blanket. And then as you inhale, lift the torso up and reach the arms up beside the ears. And then as you exhale, you can sink a little bit forward into the lunge just to get that good hip flexor stretch. But try not to come into a back bend. So see if you can draw the lower ribs down, the sternum up, and keep the rib cage stacked over top of the pelvis so that you can get that ease in your respiration. Take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, bring the hands down around the right foot. Tuck the left toes under, press that heel back and lift the knee, inhale. And then exhale back to downward facing dog. So we're gonna take that same vinyasa with the forearm plank pose. As you inhale, uh, come forward to plank. And then exhale to lower the knees. Inhale, the elbows come down, tuck the right toes under. As you exhale, slide the right foot to the back of the mat. Then inhale, slide the left foot back. Stay here as you breathe out, align the rib cage and the pelvis by using your core. Breathe in. And then as you breathe out, knees, thighs, pelvis, belly, all the way down for Sphinx pose. Inhale to press the elbows down and pull back, lengthening the spine. Exhale. Take one more breath in. And then as you breathe out, lower down, slide the hands beneath the shoulders. Inhale up to your hands and knees. And exhale back to downward facing dog. Then inhale and stretch your left leg back and up. And as you exhale, step the left foot in between the hands. Take a breath in. And then on the exhale, lower the right knee down. 
And as you inhale, come up into Anjaneyasana, reach the arms up beside the ears. And you can shift forward a little for a hip flexor stretch on the right side. And then pull the lower ribs down, lift the center of the sternum up and try to keep the rib cage and the pelvis aligned. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, bring the hands down to the mat. Right toes are tucked under, lift the knee as you breathe in. Look to the top of the mat and exhale to step forward. Sliding your hands onto your shins or your thighs as you inhale, lengthen. And then exhale to fold. And breathe in, come all the way to stand, stretch the arms out and reach up, pull the rib cage down. Exhale, hands together in front of the heart. Another full round of breath just to reset. So ankles and shins together, thighs apart. Rib cage down, the center of the breastbone up. And exhale. And then when you inhale, reach both arms out and up overhead. And exhale to fold forward for Surya Namaskar A. Inhale, lift and lengthen your spine. And then as you exhale, step or hop your feet back into plank pose, the top of a push-up. We're gonna hold here, take your breath in in the same way that you were using your core to align your, your pelvis and your rib cage in forearm plank. Do the same thing here. Take one more breath in. And then the knees can stay up or down as you exhale, bend the elbows back, chaturanga. Inhale forward and up into upward facing dog. And then exhale, raise the hips back and up into downward facing dog. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale. And exhale two. Breathe in and out for three. And then lifting the gaze to look towards the hands. And as you exhale, bring the feet to meet the hands. Step, hop, or walk. Inhale as you get to the front, raise the hands onto the shins or thighs and lengthen. And then exhale to fold forward. On your breath in, come all the way to stand, reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale to bring the hands together in front of your heart. Cross your thumbs and open your palms. And as you breathe in, sweep the fingertips down, forward, up. This time, squeeze your glutes and arch back. And then exhale as you fold forward, bend the knees, swing the hands behind the back, make a fist. Breathing in to extend the arms, the legs, and the spine. And then exhale to bend the knees and take the fingertips to the mat. As you inhale, step the right foot back into a lunge, firm back leg. And then exhale to step back into downward facing dog. Inhaling to raise up the heels and come forward to plank pose. As you exhale, lower down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. And exhale to raise the hips, downward facing dog. Then breathe in to come forward to the plank pose. On your exhale, lower your knees, arch your back. Take chest and chin to the mat. And then inhale to slide forward into a low cobra, the toes point back, the heart lifts up. Exhale to tuck the toes under and then press the seat back towards the heels and lift the knees, downward facing dog. And as you inhale, look to the hands and step the right foot forward in between the hands. Exhale, the left foot comes up to meet it. Keep both knees soft, hook the thumbs. As you breathe in, sweep all the way up, squeeze the glutes and arch back at the top. And exhale, fly all the way forward, bend the knees and take the hands into a fist behind you. As you inhale, lengthen the arms, the legs and the spine and then exhale to fold forward, bend the knees, hands to the mat. Inhale, the left foot goes back into a lunge. 
and exhale, step back, downward facing dog. As you breathe in, come forward to plank pose, the top of a push-up. And exhale to lower down, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha, upward face. And exhale, Adho Mukha, downward face. Then inhale forward to plank pose, the top of a push-up. And as you exhale, lower your knees, your chest, and your chin. Inhale forward into a low cobra. And then exhale to tuck the toes, seat to heels, and lift the knees, downward facing dog. On your inhale, look to the hands and step the left foot in between the hands. And then exhale to step the right foot up to meet it. The knees stay soft, the thumbs are hooked. Inhale, sweep all the way up and arch back. And exhale, fold the palms together and bring the hands in front of the heart. You can keep uh, uh, hip distance between the feet or bring the feet together for Utkatasana. And as you inhale, bend the knees and sit back, reach the arms out and up. Stay here, and as you exhale, pull your rib cage down and try to align your ribs and your pelvis. So your torso is gonna be more forward than what you're used to. And then inhale, try to stretch up through the fingertips, but don't let your arms become a lever that pull your rib cage forward. And then as you exhale, fold forward and frame your feet. Inhale, lengthen the spine. As you exhale, step or hop back into plank pose. Take a breath in in plank pose. Use the core to align the pelvis and the rib cage, and then exhale to lower down, chaturanga or half. Inhale, upward facing dog. And as you exhale, press back to downward facing dog. And then breathe in and lift the right leg back and up. Look to the hands. And as you exhale, step the right foot between the hands and then turn the left heel down for warrior one. On your breath in, lift the torso. The hips and the shoulders are mostly facing towards the front of the mat. The arms are up beside the ears. Okay, start by pulling your lower ribs down and lifting the center of your chest up. So again, your torso might be more forward than what you're used to in warrior one, but you're definitely gonna have less of a back bend than what you normally have. And then see if you can join your palms together above your head, bend your elbows and take your hands behind your head. And then let the back of your head rest in your wrists and pull up just a little bit with your elbows, like you're trying to pop your head off of your neck. And then squeeze your elbows towards each other and then see if you can reach them out and up. So if you imagine there was a wall and a ceiling here, you're trying to reach your elbows to the corner where the wall and the ceiling meet. And again, try not to let your arms become a lever that make your rib cage pop forward. So see if you can do all of that in your shoulders while keeping your lower ribs in and down. So you're gonna be using a lot of core to pull those ribs down, but lift the elbows up. Take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, reach both arms up. And as you exhale, spin open to warrior two. You'll turn towards the long edge of your mat. Take a breath in to readjust your feet. And then exhale, lunge into the right knee. So the right knee is stacked over the ankle. As you inhale, reach the right arm up beside the ear. And then exhale to bend the elbow and let that hand come down and give yourself a pat on the back. Option one is to lift your left arm up and over and hold on to your right elbow. Option two is to take your hand behind your back. Left hand goes behind the back to sweep up and grab fingertips. And then before you do anything else, stack your rib cage over your pelvis. And then reach the right elbow up as you inhale. 
And as you exhale, start to take a side bend, but try to make it a true side bend. So usually when we side bend, we kind of go to the side and back and get a little bit of a back bend and a twist and a side bend all together. See if you can keep the rib cage and the pelvis in the same plane and just lean to the side. So you're getting strictly a side bend. And then as you inhale, bring the torso upright and exhale to release the arms out to shoulder height. Then breathe in to straighten the right leg. And as you exhale, reach out over the right foot and hinge down for the extended triangle pose. Take the right hand to the shin, the ankle, the floor, or a block. And as you breathe in, stretch the left arm up to the sky. Exhale for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. And turn the gaze to the right toes. And as you inhale, come all the way back up to stand. Exhale to bend your right knee, come back into warrior two. And then as you inhale, float both hands down, frame your right foot, spin your back heel up, coming into a lunge. And exhale to step back into downward facing dog. Then inhale, everyone come forward to plank pose. You can hold plank pose or exhale and lower down through chaturanga. Then inhale, try to push right back up into plank pose. <laughs> and exhale, lift your hips back and up, downward facing dog. On your breath in, stretch your left leg back and up. As you exhale, look to your hands and step your left foot in between your hands, spin your right heel down. Inhale up into warrior one. Just take your time. Square your hips and shoulders towards the front. Lower ribs come in and down, but the center of the breastbone lifts up. And then join the palms together. Bend the elbows and take that prayer behind your head. Let the back of your head rest in your wrists and then reach up through your elbows like you're trying to pop your head up off your neck. And then try to squeeze your elbows towards each other and lift them up and out more as if there were a corner here where the ceiling and the wall meet. But try not to let your elbows be that lever. So see if you can now pull your rib cage in and down. So big core and lift the center of your breastbone up. Take one more breath in. In, out. And then as you inhale, reach both arms up and exhale to spin open to warrior two. Just take your breath in to readjust your feet and then exhale to bend your left knee and let the knee stack over the ankle. As you inhale, the left arm reaches up beside the ear and then exhale to take the hand behind. And right arm can reach overhead and hold that left elbow or you can sweep the right hand behind and grab your fingertips. And then watch what your rib cage is doing. So make sure that your lower ribs are in and down. And to start, your pelvis and your rib cage are stacked. And then try to keep them in the same plane and do a side bend, reaching the left elbow towards the back of your mat. But again, you're going for a strict side bend. So you might have to imagine that you're putting your spine into the shape of a cat first. Yeah, that way, you're right. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, bring the torso upright and exhale to stretch the arms out long. 
Inhale and straighten the left leg. And as you exhale, reach out and hinge down, coming into triangle pose. On the breath in, the right arm reaches straight up towards the sky. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. And inhale. As you exhale on three, look at your left toes and inhale and come all the way back up to stand. Exhaling to bend the left knee. And then as you inhale, let the arms spiral down, framing the left foot, lift the right heel. And exhale to step back to downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. You can hold the plank pose or exhale, lower to chaturanga. Then inhale, push right back up into plank pose. <laughs> And exhale, come back to downward facing dog. Take a breath in. And then on your breath out, lower your knees, rest the hips back to the heels in balasana or the child's pose. Take a moment here to bring your attention back to your breath. And then just reflect back. We've been going for about 40 minutes now. Just reflect back over the last 40 minutes. And um, see if your mind has been here and focused on your breath and on your practice, or if your mind has been somewhere else. And it's okay if your mind's been somewhere else because wandering and daydreaming and thinking is what the mind does. But if you notice that you've kind of been somewhere else and you haven't really been here with your whole heart, Take a moment now to set the intention to be here and let your breath be your anchor to here. So as we move forward, if you find yourself daydreaming or your mind wandering or thinking about dinner or laundry or whatever you have to do when you go home, just gently guide your breath your, or your attention back to your breath. And you do this in the same way that like you would train a puppy dog. Right? If you got a new puppy and it needed to learn how to go pee outside, you would just very gently carry it to the door and set it outside on the grass, wait for it to pee, and then bring it back in and tell it how good it was. And then if it peed on the floor, you wouldn't like kick it around and beat it up and tell it how terrible it was. You would say no, and you would pick it up and carry it to the door and take it back outside. That's how you train a puppy, and it's exactly the same way that you train your mind. So if you get distracted or you think about dinner or you're thinking about something that happened at work earlier today, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just bring yourself back gently. When you're ready, you can stretch both arms forward, come up through your hands and knees and then tuck your toes and come back into downward facing dog. And then as you inhale, lift your right leg back and up. Look forward to your hands, and as you exhale, step your right foot in between your hands. And then as you inhale, take your right hand to the inside of your right foot. So both hands are on the inside of the right foot. And then walk the hands forward about two full handprints. You're going to stretch the arms forward. So you can stay right here. Keep drawing the shoulder blades towards the center of your back and down, reaching the heart forward. Or you can start to bend the elbows, but keep the back leg lifted. So if lowering the elbows means the back leg has to come down, 
then just stay up on the palms of the hands. And then make that back leg strong and straight. Even if it can't go straighter, just imagine that it can and work in that direction. And then take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, come back up onto the palms of your hands. And as you exhale, you'll wanna walk your hands back a little bit. I'm gonna bring my hands back in line with my heels. The left foot is gonna stay exactly where it is, but straighten the right leg. So you're coming into Parjvottanasana, but you have this extra long stance and the back heel is lifted instead of spinning down. Now your left hip is gonna to wanna to kind of pull down or uh, pull back a little bit. See if instead you can pull your right hip back and let your left hip sink down so the hips are square. And then you're still making that back leg as straight as possible. Take another breath in and out. And then as you inhale, you're gonna hop your left foot in a step or two. And then exhale, put a little bend in your right knee. And as you breathe in, lift the left leg up behind you into the standing split. And then if you like to open the left hip a little bit so those toes can reach really far up towards the sky, that's okay. It's really satisfying to be able to lift your leg high instead of keep that like L-shaped thing that happens. Take one more breath in. And then you're gonna bend your left knee. That's your lifted leg. Bend your left knee. Now we're not gonna spiral down to seated, but like you're gonna come down into a twist, bring your left knee behind your right knee, but keep the right leg straight. So you're just tucking or uh, snuggling that left knee up behind the right knee and keep the left knee bent. Then the right leg is staying as straight as it can, lift your heart, reach forward, and then as you exhale, if it's available, fold forward. It's gonna be a really different kind of hamstring stretch on the right side. One more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, putting a little bend in the right knee, step the left foot all the way back, come into your low lunge. And then exhale to step back to downward facing dog. On your breath in, lift your left leg back and up. And then exhale to step the left foot forward. As you inhale, bring the left hand to the inside of the left foot. And then exhale, the hands can go forward about two handprints. Right leg is really active, even if it won't go any more straight, just pretend like it can and push it back there. You can stay here or lower down to your elbows, but keep the right knee lifted. So if coming to the elbows makes the right knee lower, just stay up on your hands. Take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, come back up onto the palms of your hands. Good, and then as you exhale, straighten the left leg. You might like to walk your hands back a little and come into that really wide Harshvottanasana stance. Left leg is really active. As you inhale, extend the spine. And then if it's available, exhale and fold forward over the left leg. 
Take one more breath in. And out. And then inhale, lifting the torso. Put a slight bend in the left knee. You can hop the right foot in a step or two. And then straighten the left leg and reach the right leg up into the standing split. Again, okay tonight if you like to open up the hip and really reach up through the toes. And take one more breath in. <clears throat> and then as you exhale, bend the right knee. And then like you're gonna spiral down to seated, tuck the right knee behind the left knee, but keep the left leg straight. And then really lift the sitting bones and the tailbone up and squeeze the right knee behind the left knee. And then if it's available, fold forward. So it gets into that like really special spot that doesn't seem to get a stretch all the time. Take another breath in and out. And then a slight bend in the left knee as you inhale, step the right foot back into your lunge. And exhale back, downward facing dog. Take a breath in. And on your breath out, lower down to your knees. Press your hips to your heels and rest again in child's pose. And then as you inhale, lift back up to your hands and knees and lower your elbows down to where your hands were just at. Make sure your elbows are directly beneath your shoulders. Okay, so you want your um, upper arm to be completely perpendicular to the floor, not at an angle. And then you can clasp your hands into a fist. And tuck your toes under and lift your hips back and up and come into the downward facing dog or the dolphin pose. And then you might like to walk your feet in a little bit or step them back a little bit. Just find comfort in your body, as much comfort as you can find here. You can keep the knees soft and lift the tailbone back and up just like you do in downward facing dog. And let your heart move back towards your thighs so you're getting a really good flexion in your shoulders. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, lower your knees, hips to heels, and rest in child's pose for a breath or two. And then as you breathe in, come back up to hands and knees. Same setup with the elbows down beneath the shoulders, clasping the hands into a fist, tucking the toes, lifting the hips back and up, coming into dolphin pose again. Walk the feet in or out, whatever you need for your own body. 
And then lift your gaze and look towards your thumbs. And as you inhale, come forward towards the forearm plank pose. Touch your chin either to your thumbs or all the way down to the floor in front. And then as you exhale, press back. Inhale, coming forward. And exhale, pressing back. See if you can do three more. As you inhale, come forward. And as you exhale, press back. Inhale, forward. Exhale back. Last one, inhale forward. And then exhale to press back. Take one breath in. And then as you exhale, lower your knees and find rest again. And then come back up to your hands and knees. Set up the same way again. Elbows are gonna come down underneath of your shoulders. Make your hands into a fist. So this time either tuck your bottom pinky in so that you have two pinkies that are side by side instead of one crushing the other, or stick both pinky fingers out side by side so that you're not crushing one underneath the other. And then tuck your chin a little bit, place the top of your head on your mat, and then slide your head forward so that the back of your head comes up to your wrist. So just like we did when we were in that warrior one pose. Then tuck your toes under and lift up into dolphin. And then again, you might wanna walk your feet in or back just to adjust for your comfort. And then before you do anything else, try to move your shoulder blades towards your hips. So the shoulder blades are sliding towards the hips and you'll feel some like stability in the shoulders that way. And then once you're moving your shoulder blades towards your hips, you'll sh you should be able to press down into your forearms and your elbows and lift your head away from the mat. Now the goal isn't to lift the head, but you want to have that ability to lift your head and see if you can keep your head hovering above the mat. So that if I came over, I could slide one piece of paper, one thin sheet of paper between your head and the floor. Take one more breath in and then lower down. Rest there. Compress the hips back to the heels and take a child's pose again. So what you just did is called Ardha Shirshasana. That's the half headstand. It has all the same benefits of the full headstand. You get all the same like cardiovascular benefits. Your lymph system gets all the same benefits. So it's a good way to drain lymph fluid and um, improve your um, immune system. Also, once you learn how to practice inversions, inversions are very calming. But it's just a matter of training your mind to go along with the plan, as Rolf Gates said. If you want to love anything, or if you want to communicate anything, or if you want to accomplish anything, you have to have a mind that's willing to go along with the plan. So let's do one more. 
set up in the same way. Head down, back of the head into the backs of your wrists, tucking your toes and lifting your hips. Find that stability in your shoulders so that you can move your shoulder blades towards your hips and have the ability to lift your head up and adjust it if you wanted to. And then there's just enough space for me to slide a piece of paper. So it's kind of like your hair is on the floor, but the actual skull isn't, okay? And then this time, see how it feels to walk your feet in a little bit closer and try to move your hips more directly over your shoulders. And see if you still have that same ability to move the shoulders away from the ears. If not, if moving the feet in closer makes your shoulders crunch down to your ears, then just walk your feet back and practice where you were. As your feet get in closer and your hips get more aligned over your shoulders, you might try to squeeze one knee in towards your chest and point your toes up towards the sky. Knee in, toes up. So you might stay there for one or two breaths and then switch sides. Knee in, toes point up. You might even be able to squeeze that knee in so tight that your other toes just float up off of the floor. If both of your feet float up off of the floor, you might just stay in that kind of egg or embryo shape for a little while. And then maybe start to straighten both legs up. You get both legs straight, you're basically in mountain pose, only you're upside down. And mechanically, handstand isn't very um, difficult. Like the mechanics of it are pretty easy once you get over the fear of being upside down. What's really hard about a headstand or handstand is um, trying to find your alignment when you're upside down. So we spent a lot of time earlier working on that so that hopefully when you get upside down, you'll remember it. If anyone still has their legs up in the air, you're still in the dolphin pose, go ahead and take a few breaths in child's pose. And then come up to your hands and knees, stacking your hips above your knees and your shoulders above your wrists. Stretch your left arm over to the side. You can even turn your gaze and look to your left fingertips. And then as you exhale, let the left arm dive all the way down and through to thread the needle. The left shoulder and the back of the left hand are gonna come down to the mat. And even though this is a really good shoulder stretch, tonight make it more of a twist so you can adjust your right hand in whatever way helps you feel into the twist a little bit more. And if it's not comfortable for your neck, you can use a block or a blanket and slide it underneath of your left ear or the left side of your head to give your head a little bit of a lift and keep your neck more aligned with your spine. And then try to turn your gaze up to look at your right shoulder. So get a little bit of rotation in your neck. Everybody had some weight on the top of their head tonight and twisting is a really good way to decompress when you've been compressing. Take one more breath in, and then start to come back into tabletop. 
So line the hips over the knees and the shoulders over the wrists and then stretch the right arm over to the right. And as you exhale, let the right shoulder and the right ear dive down to the mat. Adjust the left hand however you need to to really feel into the twist. If you need to align the neck, slide a block underneath of your head and then turn your gaze to look towards your left shoulder. So get that rotation in your neck. And then take another breath in. And start to make your way back to tabletop. It might feel good here to take a few rounds of cat and cow. So if you like that, you can move with your breath through cat and cow. And then start to make your way onto your belly <clears throat> for Shalabhasana, the locust pose. So as you come down onto your belly, let your forehead rest down and the arms at the sides with the palms turning down. And as you inhale, lift your shoulders, your chest, your head, and your legs. Hands can stay down or you can lift them up. It's up to you. Don't worry too much about the height of your chest or the, the depth of your back bends, but instead try to stretch the front side of your spine. So see if you can reach the center of your breastbone forward and reach back through your toes. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, lower all the way down. You can turn a cheek or an ear to the mat or stack your hands in front and rest your forehead down. And then as you turn your forehead back towards your mat, arms can go back at the sides again with the palms down, repeating Shalabhasana. Or if it's part of your practice, you can bend your knees and reach back to hold your feet or your ankles in Dhanurasana. So Shalabhasana is same as before, everything lifts up. If you're holding the feet or the ankles, lift the chest, press the feet into the hands, lift the toes and try to lift the knees away from the floor. Good, and then see if you can um, sort of orient your legs more towards the midline so they don't have to come all the way together but instead of energetically letting them splay apart, see if energetically you can pull them together and then reach your breastbone forward. Take one more breath in. And then as you release down, turn the opposite ear to the mat or stack up your hands and rest your forehead. And then bring your hands underneath of your shoulders. Press up to hands and knees. 
So two options. <clears throat> Option number one would be to tuck your toes and come back to downward facing dog. Look to your hands, bend your knees and step hop or walk forward. Sit down and then roll down to your back. Or easier way is just to swing your feet off to the side. Press your booty back and swing around. And come down to lying on your back. Setting up for bridge pose, walking the heels back underneath of the knees, arms at the sides, uh, palms down or holding on to the edges of your mat. And then before you lift your hips up, first lift your chest up and draw your shoulder blades in towards the center of your back. So your upper outer arms spin out and down. Then keep that lift in your chest, press your feet down and lift your hips up. If you're holding the mat, you'll just pull from side to side to keep that external rotation. Otherwise, you can take your hands behind your back and make a fist to get the upper outer arms to roll underneath of you a little bit more. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, if you're holding your hands, release that, raise your heels. And as you exhale, roll all the way down. Hug both knees to your chest and rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And then for twisting, you can either keep both of your knees together you can cross your right thigh over your left thigh, or you can keep your right knee to your chest and extend your left leg forward. So whatever is your favorite version of twisting, the legs are gonna go over to the left side and then opening the chest towards the sky. So you're twisting your torso to the right. The right arm can stretch over to the right or you can rest your hand down along your waist. And then if it feels okay for your neck, you can turn your gaze to look at your right shoulder or you can just keep your gaze looking straight up. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, roll all the way over to your left side. And inhale to roll onto your back. You might like to hug both knees up so you can realign your hips or place both feet on the floor and realign your hips. And then you have all three options on the second side. So maybe something different feels better going this way. You're gonna move the legs to the right. If you're crossing legs, it's the left thigh over the right thigh. And then open the chest to the sky and twist the torso to the left.
And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, roll all the way over to your right side. Inhale onto your back. Bring both knees up to your chest. Rock a little bit side to side. And then if it's okay for your spine, you can rock up and down the length of your spine to come to seated or roll one way or the other. And stretch both legs out in front of you for Paschi Modhanasana. So if you have a blanket handy and you want to sit on the edge of a blanket, you can grab that. If you have a block, you can sit on the edge of a block. Taking the hands next to the hips, lifting the heart, rolling the shoulders back, and then hinging from the hip creases to fold forward over the legs. With a breath in, you can stretch the front side of the spine again, reaching the heart towards the toes. And then if it's safe and healthy for your spine, you might put a little bit of flexion in the spine and let the forehead fall towards the shins or the knees. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, starting to lift the torso up, bring both knees to your chest. <laughs> bring the soles of the feet together, take the knees out wide. And then let's just let the heels move away from the body tonight so you have a bit of a diamond shape between or made with your legs. And then as you start to tip the torso forward, just aim your forehead towards the arches of your feet. So again, there's just a little gentle flexion in your spine. So you can walk the hands forward or hold onto the toes. I like to slide my forearms underneath of my shins so it holds me down. Take another breath in and out. And then as you inhale, lifting your torso back up. We're gonna keep the legs arranged as they are, but if you're not in the center of your mat, you might wanna slide forward a little bit so you'll have room behind you. And then just keep your legs in Baddha Konasana, but lie all the way down on your back. So Supta Baddha Konasana, reclining bound angle pose. Missy, take a block back there with you too. Yep, just have one nearby. Then you can stay here in Supta Baddha Konasana. You can use your hands to help your knees come together. Use a block underneath of your pelvis and take waterfall. Or if you have a shoulder stand practice, you can roll up into your shoulder stand. 
And then notice what happens when um, my voice is quiet. So are you still able to focus on your breath? Or is that when your mind starts to wander, when you're still, my voice is quiet. And see if you can bring your awareness back to your breath. And if you're practicing shoulder stand and you'd like to lower your toes behind your head and come into halasana, the plow pose, you can start to lower the toes over the head. And then if you're in Halasana, you might bend the knees and take the knees around the ears for Karni Padasana. And if you're on a block, you can lower your feet back down to your mat. Stretch your legs forward. Just stretch out long over your block. If you're in Karni Padasana, you can slowly roll yourself back down. Slide your hands underneath of your hips and lift your chest into Matsyasana, the fish pose. And just take a breath or two in whatever version of a counter pose you're in right now. And then start to make your way towards Shavasana. But if there's anything that you need to do to help you settle in, you can do those things. If you are still really warm, I think a few weeks ago we learned the Shitali breath. We roll your tongue up like a hot dog and sip the air in through your tongue like a straw and then close your lips together and breathe out through your nose. So you make like a little uh, butterfly tongue, like a little proboscis, stick it out, looks like a long straw sticking out of your mouth. Sip the air in through that straw and then close the lips together and let the breath out through the nose. Shift and adjust your body in whatever way you need to to be comfortable here. And then once your breath is settled, 
The next time that you exhale, start counting backwards from the number 54 and count backwards only when you breathe out. So you'll breathe out 54 and then breathe in. Then breathe out 53. And breathe in. And breathe out 52. And breathe in. Keep going, breathing out and counting backwards. And try to make it all the way to zero and then start over again. If you get distracted or you lose your place, start all the way over again at 54 and continue to try to get all the way to zero.
Begin to deepen your breath. If you're still counting, just let go of any counting. And then slowly bring movement back into your body, maybe through your toes and fingers, through your wrists and your ankles. Take a moment to stretch and move in any ways that feel nice for you. And then take your time coming back up to seated, taking a comfortable seat, and either resting with your hands in your lap or together in front of your heart. You can bow the wisdom of your head towards the wisdom of your heart, close your eyes or soften your eyelids. The Yoga Sutra says pranayama removes the veil covering the light of knowledge and heralds the dawn of wisdom. Pranayama or conscious breathing is a turning point in our practice. Our attention has gradually been drawn inward from the external practices of the yamas and the niyamas to the body-centered practice of asana we have progressed to the internal world of breath, pranayama. In pranayama, we begin to develop the skills that will carry us the rest of the way home, the turning of the mind inward, concentration, and meditation. When we're practicing conscious breathing, we perceive both the turbulence of our minds and the eternal stillness beneath. As we revisit this stillness day after day, we gradually become aware of an alternative to the futility of our materialistic strivings. In the Bible, it says that we seek, but we do not find. In pranayama, we learn that this is true only if we're looking outside of ourselves for what is already within. Pranayama confirms the central message of yoga, that we have already arrived, that we are already home, that we must simply wake up from this dream. So wake up, live fully, be grateful, and share what you have found. The divine light in me sees and honors the divine light in each one of you. Namaste. Thank you all so much for being here tonight and at home and watching the recording later. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here for you. If you have any questions, please let me know. And um, I will see you guys next week.